Hi there, it's Memory. And um, today I wanted to start something new. Um, I know that there are people who are in the group who might want to heal and who want to begin this journey of healing. But um, most of the time people don't know where to start. So I'm just going to share snippets of what to do um, to start this journey of healing. So what I tend to find is that many people come from different angles. People are coming from attachment groups, um, from codependency groups, from inner child groups, or all sorts of um, shadow work, cow young. And um, what I would like to say is that it doesn't matter um, where you are coming from or what kind of group or environment, what kind of support you've been getting. The basis of healing trauma or to heal your inner child or shadow work is in becoming emotionally intelligent. That's what you want to achieve. You want to attain emotional intelligence and also in order to heal, you need that emotional intelligence. So emotional intelligence works in two ways. It helps you to heal and it's also what you are going to, to um, can I say, become. You become emotionally intelligent. So it becomes the tool that you carry throughout your life. So I'm going today to talk about briefly about emotional intelligence and emotional intelligence basically is about, um, it's got five components. I, I normally base my emotional intelligence on Daniel Gorman. There's, there's different people out there, but I, I like the Daniel Gorman um, emotional intelligence and it's got five components which are self-awareness. So in self-awareness, you are becoming aware of you, who you are on a deeper level. And that is important because with our traumas, we, we lose that sense of, um, of knowing who we are uh, because we've been denying our emotions. And we develop um, self-awareness through emotional self-awareness. That is by learning our triggers and, um, and knowing what we do and how we do it, understanding our behaviors. And we use SIFTSEM in this community for that. And the second component is... Um, self-management and this is very crucial because this is where we need tools to manage ourselves some people do know that oh i behave like this they just know vague you know in a vague way i behave like this but it's what they do about it or what they need to do about it that they they have no awareness of and this is where self-management comes in and self-management is not only about managing our triggers, which is what I think many people think when they, uh, when they start healing. They think that, well, I need to manage my triggers, but it goes beyond that. Why do you manage your triggers? It's for you to make decisions. You, you, you are trying to make decisions in your best interest when you are managing your trigger. So what are you doing exactly? you are also trying to choose the best attitude and 
mindset and behavior that you can apply in a situation which is something called achievement orientation you choose the best tools the best approaches the best behaviors that you can apply in your life in order to show up with virtue which is one of the um, the concept that we apply in this community where you assess your behavior so how do you do that and again we use the sift same tool and we use the self-care strategies and so forth any emotional regulation and cognitive restructuring tools and what happens is sometimes people can manage their emotions and and say i've managed my emotions but they still have cognitive distortions and this is the major problem because people would then go into the world and they will behave in a certain way and they are saying but i thought i was healed why because they haven't tackled cognitive restructuring so these go hand in hand emotional regulation when you regulate your emotions you also need to address the inner critic at the same time you address your thought pattern so it's important to also explore cognitive restructuring which is why when we do the sift sem i am hot on the raw reversal and reframes because we what we do when we are triggered is more to do with the story that we bring into the situation than actually what is happening in the situation so there are cognitive distortions in there that we apply when we are triggered and these are what we need to reframe and this is where many people struggle because they don't uh, feel that they feel like they are being invalidated but the challenge is yes we will hear you yes we will understand you and which is why we listen and co-parent and pro offer accountability it's because we are holding space and saying we hear you we see you but we also want you to get better because this is a disease process so you need to look into those cognitive distortions and reframe them because there is more than one perspective you might find that when we hear the same thing we respond differently to it if we are three people you know listening to one to to the same thing why because it's our perspective so this is what we need to apply when we do sift same when we manage ourselves we need to apply those other perspective and look into them so that we are not thinking in black and white so that we are not thinking in all or nothing so that our thought pattern is not the only thought there is more perspective out there so that is very important when we self manage we need to look at not only assessing our triggers and managing our emotions we also need to manage our thoughts they go hand in hand and then the third part of um concept in um component sorry in emotional intelligence is motivation what is your why and that is very important whatever we do we need to know our why we need to know um you know we need to know the inspiration behind the motivation behind what is pushing us to do something because without that answer this is why most of the time we start and stop because we don't know why we are doing something
And that why is not just a superficial why. We really need to dig deeper into the whys of why we do things. And then the fourth component is empathy. And you can only develop empathy when you have actually have developed an awareness of your emotions. Some people call what they do empathy, but empathy goes beyond what we think it is, especially when we are unhealed. Empathy considers them and you. There is no empathy without compassion for yourself. So when we talk about empathy, we start with self-compassion. Which is why sometimes when we are in relationships, we are saying we are being compassionate, but we as others are saying, no, you are being controlling because your compassion is not including you. It's not love when it doesn't include you. So it is important that we look into genuine empathy by going through the process of emotional intelligence, by starting with emotional self-awareness. What am I feeling? Why am I feeling it? What other perspective is out there? And when you want to apply empathy, you actually then role reverse. You put yourself in the shoes of another when you have addressed your own emotions. And the fifth component of emotional intelligence, which most of us struggle with, is social skills. But then again, social skills are a build up from emotional self-awareness, self-management, motivation, and empathy. Because without that, which is why we sit in a system, which is why we recommend that, before you communicate with someone and have a difficult conversation, sit with your triggers. Sit with the story first and address the story within yourself before you go to your partner or to someone else. And when you have addressed it within yourself and you have self-soothed, you have parented yourself, you have applied reframes, you have put yourself in their shoes, you can go and create a team with them. You can collaborate with them. You can influence them. You can inspire them. You can conflict resolve. It's easy and you can also help with change management in the relationship or in the team wherever you are because you have parented yourself and you are not coming from a place of projection. You are not coming from a place of demanding or from a place of entitlement. So that is that about emotional intelligence and that is what we need to develop and that is what we also need to apply while we are healing. So the best thing to do in order to apply emotional intelligence is to start with grounding. You want to ground before you start to tackle your traumas. And this is why we recommend that you have a self-care routine. Because when you start with a self-care routine in the morning, I explain this now and again, you feel head and you create an emotional regulation coating within yourself such that you are inwards focused more than you are outwards focused. You are not seeking happiness from outside, but you are trying to work out and, and, and manufacture and machinate your happiness from within rather than from without. And what that does is as you go out into the world, you don't give people the responsibility for your feelings or how you feel. 
you take responsibility and ownership of how you feel because you know that you've got a parent within so self-care each morning this is the start if you want to start healing <coughs> excuse me you need to start with getting up in the morning to yourself gratitude thank you for my life meditation take a moment to meditate in order to reduce the body mind gap because our bodies and our minds are disconnected with because of trauma so meditation can actually close that gap gradually but not on its own appreciation and gratitude help you to reframe to look at what's going well affirmations again to reframe your thinking and repeated every day they can help you a great deal deep breathing again to calm you to help your nervous system and when you practice deep breathing every morning and every night and every day when you've got a minute you'll find that when you are triggered that's the first thing you do you start to breathe deeply and then you also as i encourage you need to laugh laughter is very good for you and you need to hug and soothe yourself in the morning say good morning to yourself whilst you are looking at yourself in the mirror louise hayes uh, recommended that we stand in front of the mirror and repeat affirmations but i also feel you need to add and hug to give yourself touch because we need to love ourselves with the five love languages and the five senses and above all you need to set an intention when you get up in the morning i'm going to have a good day and this is these are the things that you work towards throughout the day you have you have your gratitude there your affirmations and everything then you get into the world you know that you are going to meet with different kinds of people and if you are not regulated and if you don't have a safe base within yourself to ground yourself you are going to be to be triggered by everything and everyone and what does that do it makes you an unhappy person so you need to have these tools to apply these tools each and every day in your life when you are triggered you do the sift sem and when you haven't actually started healing you need to do 30 days of sift sem and then you can do it from there whether you do you write it up or you don't that will be up to you but if you practice 30 days of sift sem it will help you a lot to familiarize yourself with your triggers your traumas you will actually identify them in your sift sem and try to pick up triggers with people around you people that you live with most importantly our relationships the people that we live with are our training ground we need to regulate ourselves around them we need to practice around them this is where we practice all these tools when we are triggered and this is also where we learn communication you are not going to learn communication when you get into a romantic relationship you are going to learn it with the people that you live with with your children with your parents with your friends they are the ones who are going to influence how you do relationships it's not going to be possible for you to change to transform to this this to be this super communicating person when you can't communicate with the people that you've been living with this is a point of reflection it is important to look into how we do communication with our training ground this is where we practice where we are in the moment to say i'm grateful that i'm here and i'm going to use this ground for practice before i get into air 
romantic relationship and sometimes that is when the universe opens up the doors for you to get a relationship because you have actually been in the moment and practiced appreciation where you are and before bed learn to reflect what do you do for a child before they go to bed you hug them you soothe them you talk to them you read to them you sing to them journal reflect on what has happened throughout the day if you laughed find something to laugh about before you go to bed do a cathartic shake and that's another thing that you need to do in the morning also the cathartic shake it helps you it helps you a lot people um i'm going to tell you this if i am triggered and i do this cathartic shake you know like you simulate jogging i will feel i start to laugh on my own and it's also childish in the system toolkit i explain the um the advantages of this little exercise seemingly silly but immensely helpful so for today i'm going to stop here just to remind you to do your self care and when you get into the world remember your intention that you set in the morning and focus on yourself pay attention to your thoughts pay attention to your behavior be kind notice kindness practice appreciation learn accept feedback you learn from it and then at the end of your day when you've journaled and sipped you can say to yourself i'm setting an intention for tomorrow i'm going to have a good day tomorrow and uh, i'm going to apply this knowledge that i learned today if there's something that you need to learn then you take it into your tomorrow and you start again tomorrow so for today i'm going to end here you do sit them and the next thing that you will need to do that we will talk about is to heal the inner child but you cannot heal the inner child without tools to parent yourself when you start the work otherwise you will re-traumatize yourself so i have put the um the links for the toolkits in there and if you need help feel free to ask for help we have an interactive chat um and we've got an intentional healing group there are people who are healing in there and I, i'm not keen at the moment i think to add extra people there's also paid options for for this healing work so you can choose what you want to do and this work is really powerful and we don't enable we support you in your best interest to achieve the outcomes that will help you to maintain a healthy relationship because some people take the shortcut they think that they can just go back and and maybe get into a relationship that's difficult without actually doing the work and then years down the line patterns start again and then they realize that but i noticed this a long time ago it is important to heal you don't necessarily heal for the relationship you heal for yourself for your quality of life and the relationship will just mirror the quality of your life the person that you gravitate towards will just be a mirror of your self relationship i hope that was helpful for today and if i've got time tomorrow I'll be sharing some more tips on how to heal quality life before relationships. Thank you so much and uh, thank you Mara, Bonnie and Valentina and anyone else. See you soon.